Hello, live hackers. Thank you for listening. I'm very sure that what I'll share with you today is gonna will change your life a lot if you take it seriously and start practicing. It all goes around an understanding that we judge others by their actions while we judge ourselves by our motives. Do you see the unfairness? Just think about it again. We judge ourselves by things that we feel that are not really visible, while we judge others by things that we see and notice. That means that our scale, the way we measure the world around us, is very different and really unfair at the same time. Remember just any recent conflict that you had in your life. It doesn't matter where it was, in your home, with your loved one, or maybe it was at work. Remember all the stages, all the anxiety, all the frustration, and maybe even anger. Were you screaming? Or maybe you said some harsh words that you really regretted afterwards. What's the outcome? Has it been resolved? Or are you still hanging in the limbo? I'll tell you for sure that one of the ways to say how mature you are is to say how long your conflicts last. There is no way that we always feel blessed and enlightened. It's just impossible where humans we have our ups and downs. But what makes us different from from animals, for instance, is whether we react or whether we act upon what we feel. Reaction implies that you aren't really aware of what's happening. Like an animal, you see and you do. That's partially explained by the very simple fact. We were animals (laughs) many, many thousands of years ago, and part of our brain still acts like that. Basically, neocortex that is responsible for all the logical thinking. It's something that has been developed only quite recently, only a couple of thousands of years ago, while the other part of our brain, the crock part of our brain, existed for millions of years. The enlightened brain and the enlightened person still has some impulses inside This person sees the seeds of anger. But the difference between the enlightened person and an immature person is that you either give power to to these seeds and you make them grow, or you start them. You eradicate them when you see that they are born, that they are incepted. I'll tell you the truth. I'm an angry guy. Not that... I get angry at everyone I see, not in this sense, but anger is just my primary impulse. And um, the farther I grow, the better and the more easily I can prevent myself from reacting to what's happening. One of the first enlightenments that I had was a couple of years ago when I got angry at my wife and I harmed her. I don't think that I behaved correctly or righteously. I didn't. And I'm not proud of that. 
But that's what happened and that's what brought me where I am right now. So when I got angry, I really harmed her. And for almost two weeks, she she felt unsafe with me because when I reacted, she didn't expect it to happen in the first turn. And it took me quite some time to take our relationship back on track to where we were before. So that time I realized that every time I get angry and when I lead to this conflict to unfold, I actually take our relationship backwards. I not only take it backwards, but also I feel absolutely unresourceful and tired and exhausted because of this emotionally in the first turn but then physically as well because every night I would fall with this idea that I'm still there we're still there and I felt drained and she felt drained too and of course our baby felt the same and our nanny that we had at that time felt that something is happening there is this tension between us so the next time when I felt angry, I thought, okay, if I react right now, if I behave like I did before, then the chances are really high that our weeks and days will be ruined. So I realized, okay, I should look at it differently. So I decided to talk to Vera. And yes, there was some tension because the thing that we understood is that we saw this situation very differently. For me, something happened. For me, her behavior was kind of arrogant towards me. But for her, nothing happened. Not because she was naturally arrogant, but because she didn't mean it. I saw this. And it was in my perception, and it was absolutely real in my world. But it didn't happen in her world. How is it possible? How could it happen? How could it be so? So, the main thing I'm going to share with you today, and that's something I work with with couples when they come to me, is that men and women wire differently. But it's not really about being a man or a woman, but it's also about being very different people. Yes, we chose each other, and yes, often we choose each other for differences that we are. In other cases, we choose each other because we're the same in many ways, but we cannot be the same in all the ways. That's just impossible. We can never have the same perception. Never. There was this famous situation. I remember. I think I read it somewhere in news many, many years ago. So there was this family uh, where there were twins. Can you imagine twins? So they were born on the same day, almost at the same time, in the same family. These were two guys. And one of them became a criminal and another guy became a successful entrepreneur. For some reason, they were interviewed. Both of them were interviewed. And they were asked, how is it possible that you became that kind of person? And one of them said, oh, you know, 
our father was beating us and we didn't have enough money so how could I be someone else than this person is it even possible not to become a criminal when you are born in such a family but the funny thing is that the other guy that became a rich successful entrepreneur in the same family he said the same but he shared it from a different perspective he said oh I saw all this poverty and desperation in my family when I was a child so I was inspired and I wanted to become someone very different do you see this even children from the same family are very different look at your brothers or sisters you had the same parents but you are very different I doubt you you will say I doubt that you will ever say oh we're so alike you are in many ways but at the same time you are not the same and what to say about your loved one someone you met at this particular stage of your life you know nothing or hardly anything about his early days or her early days because while they were growing yes they might remember some situations but they hardly remember everything and basically one of the greatest psychologists Eric Burns said that show him the life show him the main events of the kid until the age of five or six and he will say what will be written on his tomb on his ripstone can you imagine that that's what they also say in tradition that most of our behavior patterns are inhibited in us while we're still kids we absorb everything from our parents with deep deep love so let's get back to what we were discussing before imagine that your loved one wants to harm you why would you ever want to be with such a person would you choose such a person I don't believe that anyone ever wants to harm you they behave because of their inner motives in my experience all the people that were angry or anxious and frightened scared me or got me mad or angry they did this not because they're evil or anything but because they have their fears of their own maybe they reacted maybe they are actual victims in the first term you don't know what happened in their family maybe they their parents always neglected them and were rude to them so now every time they hear something or hear a certain tone on of voice it triggers some deep deep fears in them and it reminds them of that moment with their parents and they get scared and they immediately try to protect themselves yes it's a weird way to protect yourself by reacting but that's what happens to us we're all humans and basically when we grow up we have a possibility to unlearn what we learned when we were kids 
So next time when you hear someone getting angry with you, ask yourself, why is he doing that? Is he doing this consciously or unconsciously? Does he really want to cause some pain or harm you? Or did he get scared or did she get scared and anxious? I'll tell you one very stupid and simple story that happened to me recently. So my wife's brother came to us and he came in the middle of the night and he was eating something, some cake. So this cake is really sticky. So I asked him to put the plate into the sink when he's done and pour some water on top of it just to wet this stickiness, this sticky dough out of it. And he didn't. So when I woke up in the morning, I was the one who had to wash the dishes and I saw it and I thought, okay, I asked him, but he didn't. Did he try to really irritate me and to get me angry? And I thought, I think he didn't. I I forget so many things during the day. And it was midnight or even later than that. So most likely he did that out of his negligence or absent-mindedness, but definitely not because he wanted to harm me. So there is no need for me to get irritated or angry or tell him just anything at all. And that's what I think every time when I get this impulse to get angry at my wife, I always remind myself that she loves me more than anyone in this world. And the reason why I saw something the way I saw it wasn't because she intended to harm me, but because I perceived it this way. So I tried to see more love in her. Make love, not war, and have a great one. You will hear from me soon. Bye-bye.